This is Uncomfortable is a podcast from Marketplace about life and how money messes with it. Join host Rayma Crace for a new season, diving into money secrets, big and small. We all have money secrets. Some are private, the kind of secret that stays in the family. And then there are big societal secrets that dictate our day-to-day existence in ways we don't even realize. Subscribe to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes out now. If you leave me now, you'll take away the very heart of me. Ooh, no, baby, please don't go. Ooh, girl, I just want you to stay. Please. Mm. A love like ours is love that's hard to find. Woo! You know the song? You don't I know, know the song, I do know, I do, I do know of it, but I don't know it to like pick it up. How could we let it slip away? Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that good nurse's office music. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yes. That would be Chicago. Yes. Okay. And Peter Sotero was frucking them tunes up. Do you hear me? I love me some Chicago. <laughs> wow. That was so passionate. <laughs> you really meant that. I do. I mean it with the depths of my soul. I love me some Chicago. Absolutely. Praise the Lord. Praise, Praise the, the Lord, Lord, niggas. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. I'm Kia. Yes. I am Jade. We are back to discuss the ghettos of adulthood. It's the worst hood we've ever, ever endeavored to live in. But we are still here, and we are safe, and we have what we need. And we're going to get through it together. Yes, we are. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise him. How are you, sis? What's going on? Uh, You know, so many things. You know, I have some fun stuff dropping next week that I told you about. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Noah's phone is just going off. Come on, Noah's Um, phone. Well, you know, she just she she's allowed to use it only on the Wi-Fi. She can't take it out of the house. Mainly so she doesn't you know, monopolize our phones with her FaceTimes. Uh, But I keep it the majority of the time, as you can see, because that's what we got to do, because these niggas are attached to what devices. But um, oh, and shout out to Roblox for your update that didn't allow these children to play for many weeks at a time. But uh, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) I'm working on my project. We got some stuff we doing this weekend. We've been doing this Patreon. We've been it's just been a very productive harvesting time. Yes, we're working. We're working. Harvest requires work. That's another thing that I, who was I talking to? And someone was saying, like, you know, people think that the harvest time is just where you sit back with your legs crossed and just receive. Uh, no, honey. But no. harvest season, you got to get out there and pull up all of the seeds that you planted, huh? Do. You've got to, and you've got to sift through. You got to see yes. what's useful. You got yes. to see what's useless. Yes. But yes. it's a working time, a harvesting season. Yes. And we are grateful to do it. We're grateful to do it. How um, are you? I'm hanging in, doing the best I can. Yeah. 
doing the best I can. What's going on with you? What's new? Nothing's really new. I'm just working, like you said, uh, trying to keep our trying to keep my thumb on this content creation Mm -hmm. and also um, trying to just keep my head above water at work uh, as it relates to... Make a way where you can. Yes, and just trying to keep writing and typing fast and, you know, praying for some inspiration, you know? (sighs) You know, sometimes we get down in the... uh, how how mundane? I don't know. I feel like mm. I'm getting ready to make up a word. Is mendacity a word? Is that m- mundacity? Well, I don't know, but if it is, I, I learned I it like, today. Hold on. I feel like Can't mendacity. Wait. Am I making mendacity. that up? I feel like I have probably I'm not. Going to say that. Nope, that's a word. It means it means being untruthful. That's not untruthful. What it, that's not how I want it. No. But like you know, no. there's like a, <laughs> a I want to say redundancy. Things just getting like repetitive. Um, mm, complacency. And, and become, like I just feel like there's this uh routine sort of mundane i'm feeling bogged yeah. down by the mun- mundane-ness day-to-days yeah. okay yeah um monotonous but that's natural sort of. yeah and so i'm i'm sort of just trying to to get renewed inspiration and sh- and mm-hmm. excitement seeing what else other possibilities and options might be out there for me to pursue um Cause I mean, you know, it's been a rough season and we just, I feel mm-hmm. like some things need to get shaken up a little bit. That's all. Listen, it's a transitional season, sister. Yeah. And you know, I'm feeling the you heaviness know. of that, but working through it, being honest, trying to allow myself to have the feelings that I have and mm-hmm. do what I need to do to work through them. So no complaint. We're That's living it. and learning and moving through um, and making up words. <laughs> Using words wrong. <laughs> mm. We're all you a sound work like in Joan progress. Clayton on that episode where she was mad. She used uh, what did she say? She, uh, I can't remember. It was a dis versus an un, and she was so mad. <laughs> yeah, that because she used the wrong one. Yes, I mean it's it's as someone who you know I have an affinity for words. I love words. Sometimes they do get a little jumbled up, and I can use them oh, use sorry. them wrong. But you know it's okay. It's that's what that's why the Lord gave us Google. And we're just going to work through. I am not above it. I am not above correction. I can acknowledge when niggas are still saying conversate with like fervor. I feel like, yeah, yeah, they are. So, you know, be a a, a work in progress. That's that's the lesson behind that. But yes, we are well. We have what we need. Um, And it's I have a question. What's up? Are we. Because they have now made, what word did I just say? Conversate. Conversate. Because they made that a real word. Did they? Our future generate. Yeah, they did. They put it in the dictionary. Look it up. Oh, that's so unfortunate. And I wonder if our youth them mm. are going to just know conversate oh, I as hope a word. Not. Or are they going to say converse? Because that would make my titties itch. Oh, I hope not. I really hope not. I feel like we are. I really do too. We are really just getting to a place in society where anything goes. And I'm at, at the risk of sounding <laughs> old, it's just a lot for me to keep up with. Because literally everybody is free to do absolutely everything. <laughs> and it's Why just Why do you like, think I'm listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire in Chicago? I can't keep up. I just can't. I mean, people just doing what they want. They just doing what they want the rules are broken and it's a lot for me to take in. 
and so I just sort of stay stay in the cut and let y'all young people have it because I'm like, wow, okay, all right, truly. But I won't be able to abide anybody just saying the word conversate and not judge them. That's something that no. I'm still going to have to work through. You know, I say words wrong, and yet I know converse, and I always have, and I'm going to be judgmental about it, and it's fine. And, you know, I'm sure that this is this one. I know that this is like a generational thing, because I remember when my mom used to be so disgusted at the things that I would say. Now, granted, <laughs> say, granted, you know, I was saying things incorrectly, but I just remember like one of the things she used to, I, she used to, I had to, I used to have this one really bad. I would say, can I ask you a question? Not ask. Let oh. me ask you. Let me ask you a question. That was a real, real issue for me. Um, and my mother used to just, I mean, with all the judgment that she could muster. Like she just, it just was something that she just could not stomach. My mom hates to ask too, but she would be like, you gonna ask? Do you have a hatchet? Are you going to cut me? (laughs) (laughs) I am so sorry. Are you going to cut me? I used to say mines all the time. That's like, uh uh, don't touch it. That's mines. She'd be like, (laughs) my mom would be like, excuse me. She's like, it's singular. It's not, there's no S. You don't need an S. She would be so (laughs) disgusted. So disgusted. That's mines. And it's just like, wow. Is there a word that your mother says though, and she says it funny, and you, like, and you've just always noticed it? Um, my is there a word that my mom says? Not my mom, my grandparents. What do they say? I can't think of anything that my mom says, but my there's a host of things <laughs> that my grandparents <laughs> say, and it's just that I have accepted that they're just going to say it like that for the rest of my okay, life. Okay, fair. Okay, fair. Even little things like my grandfather, my grandmother too, like they can't when they they make the letter R two syllables. Oh, like so, aura, aura, yes, and that's just mm-hmm. the way that they say it. And when you say it's R, she'd be like, "Yeah, that's what I said." Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> so like when even when spelling my mama's name, you'd be like aura h o n d aura aura. That's what I said, aura. Yes. <laughs> and I don't understand why you're correcting me because I said the same thing you said. It's I like, said the same thing you like, that's no. like I told you I told you about that kid um who used to be a bully and we we would ride the bus and so he was such a bully. Oh my god, he was a wretched child. His name was Jared. Did I ever tell you about Jared? Mm-mm. So Jared, <laughs> this is not nice at all. I've said this on Jade next day. So Jared was a mean child. So he used to be making fun of other kids. He was just a terrorist. But he had a little speech impediment. So he would say his name was Jailwood. And so <laughs> bless it. Because he was such a wretched demon, <laughs> I got I would get on the bus and I'd be like, What's up, Jailwood? Oh, <laughs> he yes, would be I'm like, terrible. My name is not Jailwood, it's Jailwood. <laughs> Jade. <laughs> My brother, too. My brother also it. had a speech impediment. We, we used to go to speech therapy because it was really a thing. And there were words what did he have? that he struggled to. My, st- my brother stuttered really badly. And then there were st- he couldn't pronounce anything that began with the word with the letter Y. So what did I, he say? Lello. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kim. No, I just no, remember. Why did you cackle after that? <laughs> no, because I just remember. And I mean, my brother, now this is this was when he was very young. So like once he became school age, we got him in his speech pathologist and he was able to get, you know, through it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when he was really young, and, you know, my brother always had a very heavy voice. And oh, so even as a child, I mean, Brian never sounded like. <laughs> A, a baby he always sounded like he <laughs> when he was 30 years old he sounded like that when he was three like it was not, it was not. there was no puberty change like he came out <laughs> wait how did brian how... cry <laughs> <laughs> like what all the time <laughs> And his voice was very, very heavy as a young, young, young child. Oh my God. Oh and my um, when he would get really excited, and my father stuttered, so we knew that it was a thing. But when he would get mm-hmm. really excited, the stutter would be a thing. And we learned that there were certain consonants and vowels that he struggled to to really say. And it wasn't mm-hmm. until after he worked, worked with the speech therapist that he was able to get over it but I remember us we went on vacation when I told you me and my family in the church we go on these long bus trips every year mm-hmm. we would go to these cafeterias and eat meals and stuff and so remember we were at this cafeteria and you go through the line you tell the lady what you want and mm-hmm. there was some jello and um mommy was like mommy had promised us jello because i guess we were behaving or something mm-hmm. and she was like I used to love me some jello brian what kind of jello do you want i want i want i want some lello jello <laughs> lello jello and i just be like i love my brother just, he just cannot talk voice. But yeah like, i just remember even when like this is what i'm saying like he would be so young and i wouldn't be that much older than him but it just endeared me to him like oh my brother just can't talk he would like yellow like i was just helping he would like yellow jello please <laughs> i want some lello jello and he was just saying like that's what i said Lello. <laughs> Lello Jello. <laughs> like, oh, my brother, he cannot talk. He would like some yellow Jello, please. Like, oh, God. <laughs> just me being too much all the time. Okay. Oh, I just love him so much. He was just my guy. Oh. But, oh, my gosh. That's listen, amazing. Lello. And my grandfather Lello. can't say flesh. He says flush. Flush. <laughs> Which is which is interesting, right? Because like as a Baptist preacher, he would say the word flesh all the time. Was flesh was in the Bible? He'd be like, "We are not to pursue flesh. the wiles of the flesh." He'd be like, "No, no, that's not it." <laughs> I'd be like, Mm-mm, "That's not it. That's not it." I would lose it every time. <laughs> no, but he would be like, mm, "The things of the flesh." He's like the desires <laughs> exactly. of the flesh. He would just say it. We are not to fall victim to the flesh. And we'd be like, oh Lord, have mercy. Help us, Jesus. Be like, y'all know what he meant. It's fine. Oh. I mean, it's either of the spirit or of the flesh. Which one is? <laughs> bone of my bone, flesh of flesh my flesh. Of my flesh. <laughs> Be like that's it, D Period. That's it. Ooh. But does he say flush the toilet or does he say, he flush, the say toilet? flush the toilet? He would say flush the toilet, but like literally when you say it to him, he'd be like, "That's what I said." Flush, F L E S H, 
flush. It'd be like, no, 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 sir. Oh, oh my gosh. <sighs> but you know, I think these Ooh, things. That's incredible. Yeah, man. Good time. And I just wonder. Incredible. Is that a function of getting old? Like, is it something that he always, did he always say flush? Probably. Or Probably. at like some point in his life, did he just start saying flush instead of flesh? Because I wonder, like, am I going to wake up one morning and not be able to pronounce something? No, I think he probably always said flush. That makes sense. But I think he, <laughs> I think he always. So what that did your parents, incredible. did your parents say, say things? Oh, God. When I tell you, this is the most asinine thing in the world, especially because this nigga's Mexican. <laughs> My father says tortilla. Oh, yes. Oh, and it's irritating when oh. I tell you. <laughs> It is so irritating. Tortilla. And he says it with with just conviction. Well, you know, I just think that there's certain things that have just come out of being in Southern cultures, right? Because no matter how many times I have tried to correct everybody in my family. He's not from the South. He's not? He's not? (laughs) No. But But they live in the South. Yeah, yeah, they moved there. No, They're but I'm not, saying, like, that's what I'm saying. I feel like being oh. in Southern culture is, like, you know, sometimes I think. True. Because no matter how how many times I've tried to correct the individuals in my family, they just won't stop saying things like Italian instead of Italian. <laughs> like, my grandma be like, you know what I would like to have with my spaghetti? I would like some Italian bread. I'm like, no. Not, not garlic bread. Not Italian garlic bread. bread. No, that means that she wants you to get some Italian bread and put some butter and garlic mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. But she, she would say she, she that's, wants garlic bread, she but wants, it's Italian yes, bread. Yes, but she's going to say Italian bread. She, and she's not going to say, she's not going to say Italian dressing. She's going to say, I want some Italian dressing. You know what my grandma says? Instead of croissant, she says croissant. Oh my God! I, my grandma <laughs> says croissant too! <laughs> because I called her one day and I was like, hey grandma, what you doing? And she was like, I'm just making myself something to eat and full disclosure, this grandma cannot cook really? this is not the one i was talking about earlier oh no she's the most grandmotherly thing in the world but she cannot cook at all like she can make tea cakes that's it so she's like i'm just making myself something to eat i said what you making grandma she said you know i just made me a croissant Ooh, with some egg and cheese and a hot dog <laughs> and i was my like what croissant <laughs> as well I love that. She'll be, I love she'll that. send me to public. Um, grandma, I'm going to Publix. Do you want anything? Yes. Do me a favor. Run upstairs to the bakery and get me some croissants I have with my coffee. Some croissants. <laughs> I'll just be like, okay. Yes, give me a couple croissants. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that makes me so happy because I thought it was she. I was like, no. she had that's a, why, that's so I why called I asked, my mom. That's why I asked if it's a function of getting old because I just feel like, are we going to wake up, Jay, one morning and just be saying croissant? Unless they've always said croissant. Wow. I mean, I just. Do they say that because it's crouton? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. But croissant. I don't know, but- Croissant she with said, egg, cheese, and a hot dog. Listen, <laughs> I would like a croissant. I would like to have. I'm having put it in the microwave just for a few seconds. Just for a few seconds. Just Don't let it get to seconds. ten. Don't let it get to ten. <laughs> Pull it out. It'll be too hot. <laughs> now my other grandmother who can cook her ass off. She's cheap. Is she? She's cheap. Oh, you know what? So like, let's so talk like about cheap. Let's talk like, about grandparents. I think we should talk about grandparents at the kitchen table. 
today okay i'm down yeah, yeah. let's talk about grandparents <laughs> fuck it let's talk about grandparents let's do this shout out we're gonna do this little bitty nye, 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 trash and then we're gonna talk about grandparents <laughs> you want to talk about grandparents yes i do okay. all I right do. let's do it let's do the shout out then okay let's move let's move it then my sister's popping right now. Like. This week, shout out to my sisters brought to you by Target. Target is partnering with HBCUs to support the next generation of black talent. So we're dedicating this segment to HBCUs as well. One of the ways Target is teaming up with HBCUs is through Target's HBCU Design Challenge, where HBCU students submit designs to be included in Target's Black History Month collection. Winners also receive cash money prize equipment mentoring and networking opportunities which you know is priceless this year's winners are from famu Bowie state and hampton check back during black history month to see the latest winners designs that will be featured in target's 2022 black history month collection celebrate your legacy invest in the future together we are black beyond measure visit target.com slash black beyond measure to learn more all right we are still Honoring and celebrating HBCUs, HBCU alum. Oh, yes. At uh, During the shout out. Really excited to share this particular shout out. Because, you know, given our conversations around, you know, HBCU funding and different kinds mm -hmm. of funding and funding beyond scholarships, been made aware today of a very substantial grant that has been awarded to Morgan State University and the University of Maryland, mm -hmm. Baltimore County, which is led by HBCU alum, uh, Dr. Mm -hmm. Freeman Rabowski. So Morgan State and UMBC have been awarded a $72 million grant by NASA. Ooh. And that's going to fund a new Goddard Earth Science Technology Research 2 Center. So there's going to be an actual Research 2 Center that's going to be um, staffed um, and operated on this HBCU campus in partnership with UMBC. Um, so they're going to mm -hmm. lead a consortium of other higher education institutions and organizations supporting 120 researchers who are working to create breakthrough in earth and atmospheric science. This is a very, very, very big deal. Um, I love that. And uh, so it is going to, <clears throat> it will be similar to the first uh, GESDAR, the G-STAR Center. They're going to be working to create undergrad and grad research opportunities and be mentored by NASA scientists and engineers. So these students are going to have the opportunity to research alongside NASA scientists. Mm, that's um, crazy. And it is, it is crazy. And it is something, this is the kind of capacity building that is going to continue to um, fund and sustain the great work going on at HBCUs like Morgan um, you know, for years and years and years and years to come. It's going to serve all kinds mm -hmm. of students and faculty there. So this is a really big deal. So shout out to Morgan for this awesome award. Shout out to Dr. Rabowski, um, who is the president of UMBC and the students and staff at UMBC. Um, I have yes. lots of colleagues and partners over there. So really proud of y'all. This is super yes. dope. Super dope. dope. And we love, love, love to see it. $72 million is nothing to sneeze at, honey. Oh, let me tell you something. It's nothing to sneeze, cough, wince. Period. Okay. It's giving nothing. very, very much hidden figures. <laughs> it's giving. Okay. It's giving. It's, these figures are not hidden, though. These <laughs> these figures are out of the open, honey. They are They're very, out there, honey. Very out, apparent, apparent figures. That's what it's giving. But we are proud of <laughs> Thank Morgan. you very much. We are proud yes. of UMBC. We love to see it. All of this we black do. excellence at the HBC. You okay? Okay. 
All right, let's move on to this trash slash kitchen table slash all of that. Yeah, we're cleaning out the refrigerator today, guys. Yeah. It's one of those. It's one of those. Fix your plate and get to the table. It's just one of them days. All right, let's do it. This episode of Getting Grown is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. Win or lose, every Little League team ends up at at a McDonald's after the game. You have to either celebrate your meal together or you all just need to commiserate and cheer each other up with good food. And you end up feeling like you won no matter what when you look around the table and see the faces of the people you love the most. And you can always depend on McDonald's Wi-Fi when you need it. I know I wasn't the only one having some late night study sessions at the Golden Arches, honey. And everybody's been to a McDonald's birthday party at some point in their life, honey. My last birthday party when I was 10 years old, my mama threw me my last birthday party when she kept walking around saying, this is your last birthday party. It was down (laughs) to the McDonald's, honey, in the play place. And everyone, you know, we all had a good time over chicken nuggets and sweet and sour sauce. And we had a good time. When I think about it, the COVID, it gets me a little cringy. But listen, McDonald's birthday parties used to be <laughs> lit. And we love to see it. Okay, <laughs> you know, back in the day, the ball pit was where it was at. I mean, period. There's even a good chance that someone you know, <laughs> myself, got your first <laughs> job at McDonald's. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Your girl was a beast on the register. I used to get your fries together, your pies in the oven, and your drinks and ring you up all at the same time. Okay, Stretch Armstrong. (laughs) And we all know that it's a pit stop destination you can rely on during road trips. Look for McDonald's at the next exit sign. You know you can always find it. That's always a loyal sign. If you drive up to a McDonald's on a Thursday evening and it's especially busy, it might be a bingo night. Okay? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. <laughs> like Kia said, we are cleaning out the refrigerator today. Whatever comes up, comes up. Yeah. We're gonna keep talking about our grandparents. We're yeah. gonna talk about the trash. We're gonna lots. do all of that. Just we're just talking. We're just chit chatting. <sighs> we're just talking. Sometimes you just need a day just to, you know, just kind of chit and chat. Let's do it. So it. let me ask you a question. Let's do it. Do you know who Alpo Martinez is? I do know who Alpo Martinez I, is. I would have been very disappointed if you did not know oh, who yes. Alpo Martinez is. I am familiar. So, for those who don't know who Alpo Martinez is, he is a uh, notorious, mm-hmm. infamous uh, drug dealer out of Harlem. Um, and if you've ever seen Paid in Full, mm-hmm. Cameron's character Rico is mm-hmm. based off of Alpo's Alpo in real life. So, um, and it's essentially the story of, you know, how he, dis- <laughs> basically the story of Alpo is he was this huge drug dealer. He ended up taking the business down to DC. He mm-hmm. expanded out of New York. He was just notorious, and he, uh. Ended up getting caught up, mm-hmm. got locked up, was getting ready to serve a life sentence, and then he snitched. Yeah. on every, And you can tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was Tekashi before Tekashi was I was about Tekashi. to say, he, ro- he walked <laughs> so that that young man could run. So okay? Tekashi, 60 in the way that could run, honey, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he paved the way. He's a trailblazer Ooh. in this snitching thing, okay? 
is. That nigga got up there. When I tell you, he sang I mean, the blues. That I want to So they ended up baby. reducing. What did they reduce him down to? Um, I forgot what he got his, his sentence reduced down to, but he, he was out. He'd been out, right? Well, so they put time. him in a witness protection, mm-hmm. obviously, because he was snitching. Mm-hmm. So... This nigga got reckless and was running around Harlem. He was going to baseball games. There's YouTube videos of him out there talking shit about how he killed his partner and how he, like, <sighs> whoo, it's a lot. So there's YouTube videos. It's all that he's been running around Harlem. Well, on Halloween, Jesus, he was shot up, honey. They shot up the club. Oh, it was a drive-by. He was in his truck. It was about three-something in the morning, and... They got his ass. Well, well, well. Up out of here. So, you know, I think I think this is one of those situations where this is one of the rare times that we just ain't got really much to say <laughs> because he was just not a good person. I mean, the nigga killed his partner I mean, there's and just friend lots and didn't and have lots. really no remorse about it at all. I mean, you know what I'm just, saying? Yes. I mean, it's so an, much it's there. So much. Right. So when I heard it, when I saw, I don't even, I think I was just, you know, sitting here at my desk working. I got us, uh, I saw it on social media and it was one of those like, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> like I don't really know. It was like, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, mm. yeah oof. And let me tell you something. Cameron played the shit out of that role. Really did. Really did. Look just like him. They look alike. Behave just like him. I mean, it was a lot. It was a lot. Because that's uh, actually Cameron Giles. Like, Cameron Giles is also a (laughs) questionable character. I'm sorry. There was this. This is wholly problematic, so I can admit it. But he has this video after him. And, um, and uh, what Juju broke up, uh-huh. and you know he's wretched, and he had this video in this gaudy ass room, of course, where he was laying on this chase lounge playing "Hey There, Lonely Girl." <laughs> I'm sorry, he's so it's, he really he's so. T- I'm not laughing at Juju. Like Juju came up. Juju was in this long time relationship with this raggedy ass nigga, and she really and to came see up her by doing n- all that she's doing now. It's just like you have to respect it. Like you know, you have to. Sis you have to. Really, and she's bad. Yeah, like, like sis has really picked up the pieces and kept it moving. Um, from a, but a, from sometimes a I just situation. be looking at niggas like you're so awful wow. that I can't do that. It's like that lady I was telling. You, I can't do that, but last. That nigga was playing Hey There Lonely Girl looking dumb. But anyway, I say all that to say Cameron played the shit out of Paid and Fool. Paid and Fool is one of my favorite movies of all time, personally. So, you know, sorry. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And also Tristan Loki fell in love with me because I I said something. I referenced Killer Season in one of our early conversations. He was like, wait. You seen Killer Season? Oh, and I was like, gosh. yeah, nigga, who hasn't seen Killer Season? Look at this hood nigger love right here. I mean, it just <laughs> don't get any more niggerier. I mean, the nigger is on a thousand. Look at this. Talk about Tristan fell in love with me. Because <laughs> of Killer Season. Are you kidding? He fell in love with Killer Season because we could rap both the lyrics together in a Jesus. Killer Season. Oh, <laughs> he was like, today. oh, you're the one for me. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is like, I knew then that this was going to be it. <laughs> That's literally what he tells niggas. Like, no, no, this is the moment I fell in love with her. 
Oh, what a niggery love story. Thank you so much. Oh my We're never going to be that noir couple that y'all be reposting on your no. stories and be like, but that's the story not- that Tristan's going to tell at y'all 50th wedding anniversary. I'm going to be like, yes. look at this. Look at this nigga shit here. I mean, just look at it. And I'll know it. Her friends are going to be like, what's kill us? Exactly. <laughs> Nothing y'all need to watch. Say, but- just be grateful that you don't know. You, I, and she really don't need to. I, there was a slew of terrible movies when we were coming. It was Killacy. It was I'm about it. Oh, All the Master so P bad. movies. So bad. If y'all so saw bad. the Master P, I got the hookup. Holly, if um, you hear me, oh. oh my god, I feel like I feel like the Rough Riders might have had a couple oh, movies. For sure. Like it was a thing, you know. Every set had movies, and I watched all of them, and yes, they were did. terrible. Mm-hmm. I did. He <laughs> okay. was like, I wasn't allowed to watch that. I was not. But- I was I not. I had to sneak and I watch it. I feel like it. we were grown. Were we grown when Killer No, Season I was definitely in college when that mess came out, for sure. Killer, come, come, come. Okay, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Atlanta. Did you watch Atlanta when it was on? I did, and I heard that it is returning. It is, honey. Were they coming back for season three? Didn't think they would. Donald Glover t- clearly takes his time in between. Listen, but they're said, coming back I'm a grown next woman year, and I do whatever I want. Whatever I want. Go ahead, okay. child. And he got you know like two, three kids or some mm-hmm. shit like that. But they coming back next year. I don't know exactly what month. I don't think they announced what month they were coming back. Just no, yet. It was like, um, it, y'all just get it when you get it. They not locking we'll in get, any commitment. No, I didn't even think it was coming back. Exactly. But here we are. So mm-hmm. not just. So we're happy for that. You know we love to see black people out here. Did you watch the latest episode of Insecure? I did. And what did you think about it? You know, um, you know, it is there's a lot in this in this episode. I mean, you know, just we see the progression. Mm-hmm. All the characters are evolving in their own way, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so and I Yvonne think Orgy from- really cut her hair? Uh-huh. Okay. She really did. And I think that's why that wig was laying so terribly in episode one. Oh my God. The leave out was given not <laughs> shouldn't quite. it leave shouldn't it leave shouldn't it lay better because you don't have no hair, hair But on she hair? had tried to do some leave out. But you can't do that when there's nothing to leave she out. She pressed that little itty bitty piece. You know, it's just it was not it was not a frontal that they could have just put you know, it didn't come with it was all bad. That's why if it was you've ever flat ironed eight strands of hair on your head, I just want you to know right now. <laughs> no, that's I what I'm saying. Like, if I was going you. to wear a wig, it would be. A, it would have to be a whole frontal a situation, wig. right, where none of my hair would be out. But the way that they sat that wig on top of this, it's like they took this hair and like did this. <laughs> And put the wig like right there. No, why yes. would you do that? You have to go back and pay attention. I don't know if how you missed it because I had to literally rewind the episode because I saw the wig and was like, Yvonne, what, what, what? I think I was so busy because Kelly just makes me laugh Listen, so hard. Kelly makes that- me laugh so hard. And I think I am ready. One, My only request is I need a Prentice Pregunta t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I need... Some Prentice Preguntas yeah. merch. I'm ready. Yeah, Take my I money. Do too. Take my money. I'm ready for it. And if Issa's smart, she's going to put out some Prentice Preguntas we uh, merch. We need some Prentice Preguntas merch. That's what, the, that's what the game is missing. <laughs> that's what we absolutely have to have. But yes, I, I digress. I love her. I digress. I'm so, so much this episode this. was interesting to watch. Um, it was. 
And, you know, we're just sort of getting caught up into where uh, Molly and Issa are right now in their relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And sort of both of them are trying to get back out into the world of dating, which is a disaster on all (laughs) in all in in all respects. Right. Um, My sister told me she was friends with that young man. And I didn't. Which one? The one. The one. Oh, okay. Mm hmm. She was like, yeah, we went to high school together. And I was like, where? Wow. Okay, so it was good to see him. It was good to see Kofi fine behind. It was very good to see him. Um, and Kofi even, is a handsome young man. Very yes. handsome. And I, mm-hmm. even this young man now, okay, remind me. Because I don't know if I was just doing too much. So the young man that Molly went out with in the end of the, uh, you know, when she was at the mm-hmm. dates, was that the young man from the reunion? Or was oh. this... Was this? Oh, wait. I couldn't tell. Maybe because I couldn't tell. But she was going out with someone, and I wonder, right, if she was going back to talk to this person that she reconnected with. Maybe that was. I also was folding clothes while I was watching. Yeah, you know, we multitask. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I said I was going to go back and double check. I think it was. I think it was though. But yes, I'm going to go back and rewatch. And you know, he's not bad to look at neither. So I, I was okay with what was what you know the episode. You know, we dealing with it. I'm I'm ready to get to the mess though, so I can't wait. I'm ready. Until we I'm get... ready to get to I'm the like, meat where and the potatoes. Is, where is little consecration and the baby? <laughs> I need to know. Oh, but but can we talk about that real quick? Because Fran took a picture with that lady conniption. at the festival. Little conniption. Conniption. Mm-hmm. Little construction paper. Yes. She took a picture with with the real lady though okay. i think her name is christina okay at the festival and when i tell you niggas was all under that picture calling that lady <laughs> all the names and i was like I y'all have, have got her. To like are you sick of us i'm saying <laughs> in, in your real life are you sick of us and or do you was like, enjoy she's it? so sweet and I'm these niggas sure. was just up here calling her every constitution. They oh, was calling her everything sure. that we have. We call Consume. Con- <laughs> Continental Congress, everything. <laughs> you know, we just need. And I just want to know if I, I pray that I get the opportunity to meet her one day. Because I just want to be like, are you sick of us, girl? Because she probably is. She, she's so sweet. She I would probably congregation. be like, no. Congregation, are you sick of us? Because but they was the internet- us. No, this is a picture of this real lady. This ain't this day. <laughs> like her her actual name in real life for the rest of her life we are going to be calling her convocation and i just we want are. her to know that and get that in her spirit consummate absolutely we're gonna call, we're gonna call her confluence just whatever <laughs> confederacy whatever girl <laughs> i mean consummate this is and it. consummate this is the word this is the confidential we're gonna what campbell we, soup we're gonna call whatever. you that and i mean this is just gonna be your contribution to the culture. <laughs> contribution. <laughs> you said- this is going to be your contribution to the culture, girl. And I mean, you're welcome. You're going down <laughs> in the history books. Okay. <laughs> Kinu from a different world walks. So oh, because Kinu is a forever villain. Yes. Kinu walks it so will you always can run. Be. And she now did. you, you are standing. You as the present day Kinu girl. What is that like for you? Kinu. She's a hero. Because <laughs> Whitley said, uh-uh, because little Kimu Sabi, Kiloko, Kondalita. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It was so good. It was she, you know who you know who's real good at that too? Tony from Girlfriends. Oh, yes, because she did that to Jabari. 
she did that to Jabari for however many I mean, seasons for she eight was on seasons. that. She did. I mean, it was she just, never it was a like, repeat. Little jibber jab. <laughs> she said, <laughs> she said, little Jumanji, little Jambalaya. Come here. She goes, what you mean? What happened to Jungle Jim? What happened to little Jambalaya? She's like, she's like, no, what did what did Jimmy Choo change his name? Oh. <laughs> she was a mess. Oh, I just love it. I love it child. so much. What else do we got in this trash? Oh, I you know, I don't I don't want I'll just mm. Okay. Well, Jay Z was indicted. Yeah, indicted. Jay Z was, was inducted. He was not indicted. Not this time. Ooh, that, he was inducted. Did not take that. Yes. I was wrong. <laughs> he was I was inducted. wrong. Into the hall, into the rock and roll. Yes, hall of fame. he is, and I do feel like congratulations are in order. It's a they very really big are. Deal. We're gonna focus on the positive. Yes, of it's a this very big deal, story. and we are very happy to see it. And that's yes. it. And that's really just all. And I feel like I read that you know Damon Dash might have had something nice to say. Did they well. squash their bifola? <laughs> Listen, that would surprise me. Did they squash me. the beef? I don't know because you know Damon Dash oh, holds yeah, on to the beef. Okay, let me. Oh, that 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 old man because I can't even call him a young man anymore. Ooh. That old man is cuckoo for cocoa Do you hear me? Jesus, are Dame Dash and Jay Z still friends? Are you asking Google? Oh yeah. Okay. Cause you know, oh, and you can tell everybody. Oh, the way he did me was dirty. Oh, maybe they're not. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's so fine. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Let me look through this thing real quick. Let me look through this and see. Look at. Did you see Dustin's Halloween costume? Yes, I did. If for those who have not gone to social media, Dustin was Jay Z at whatever party that was where he was excited to see Kelly Rowland. And <laughs> it was the dumbest. <laughs> it was the dumbest thing ever. Oh, and I loved it. So that good. nigga put rods in a wig and literally walked through doors and did the. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> I love Dustin. Oh, okay. This is not great news. So, Ooh. uh, Fetty Wap. Remy boy um, was arrested during the Rolling Loud Festival. Yikes. Um, and it's all on drug charges, federal drug charges at that. And he is looking um, to face possibly life in prison. I saw that. Um, I don't even know mm, what to mm, say. Mm. Like, I mean. That young man just lost his child. And it is, it's just not, it's just, this is just not a, a great time. Yeah. Ooh, they, the feds pulled up on him at City Field. They've been watching this nigga. For a long time. Yeah, for a very, when the feds pull up on you, they've been watching you for a long time. They've been watching you for a very, I had a cousin who had one of the biggest, um, God, move, who had one of the biggest drug busts in like a 30 year history in a particular state these niggas be watching you do you hear me mm -hmm. i always feel like somebody's watching me mm. and i get no what else you got what else is going on in the trash we just talking today y'all 
We are just talking lots of things. Um, I felt like, you know, what I... <clears throat> so, I don't know if we talked about uh, Jada Pinkett. Oh, no, we didn't. You know... Jada and Will. I just... All this time, Jada was so quiet with her personal life. And, and I just missed it. I don't thing. know what she said that made <laughs> niggas like. So you evidently know. she was at the tape at the red table with Gwyneth Paltrow and some other okay. people. Oh, goop. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And during this conversation she had with these people, um, they were talking about uh, the challenges of maintaining a good sex life as well as communicating your personal needs to your partner. Okay. Um, and she sort of aired Will out and she said, the thing Will and I talk about a lot is the journey. We started in this at a very young age, you know, 22 years old. That's why the accountability okay. part really <laughs> hit for me because I think you expect your partner to know what you need, especially when it comes to sex. It's like, well, if you love me, you should know. If you love me, you should read my mind. And that's a huge pitfall. And so I yeah. think... Folks, folks sort of took that on. So, you know, wait, like, that was the quote that they took and ran with. <laughs> so it said, no, no, no. She said, Jada, who's been married for Will, to Will for 23 years, agreed with Gwyneth um, when she said that a person can feel crushed when their partner isn't able to understand what's inside their head. Um, and okay. essentially she was saying, you tell me what you need. Tell me what you want. On top of it, I know that I have to be accountable to do the same. I really try. It's uncomfortable but it's deeply healthy. And I think around sex because it's something we don't talk about and there's so much fantasy around it, Jada said. And so people took that to, to say, to, to interpret it as her sort of saying that there was a time in their marriage where Will wasn't pleasing her. Oh, which I feel like is a bit of a leap. I think that is a stretch. Um, But I haven't seen, I haven't seen the interview. I haven't seen the interview, so I don't, I don't know, but the the comments and folks were saying, you know, people were acting as if Jada has aired Will out in this way and sort of, you know, didn't, you know, hung him out and basically sat there with Gwyneth Paltrow and, and agreed that there was a time where Will wasn't pleasing her and they had a rough time communicating about sexual needs. And folks sort of okay. took that to mean that, you know, you know, she don't be having her husband's back. And this is the second time. This is, you know, this is just evidence that she, you know, all that, all of that. So, you know, so that's kind of been what it is. I, I asked if you'd seen it. Cause I want to, I, I think I'm going to have to go and watch the interview for myself so I can have my own conclusion. I think I'm going to, I, and I was trying to avoid it because like I was telling right. you earlier, but the interview is just, you been, know, that's what I, and I, cause I was looking, I was looking cause I felt like you people was really mad at Jada. <laughs> For whatever yes. reason, and I wanted to understand what she said that was so offensive and inflammatory. But it seems like, you know, that was it. That's what. Well, that's the quote that the shade rooms uh, posted. So I feel like if she said anything that was any more, it was like if she said something vo- incendiary and like just woo, like the shade room was going right. to post that. Right. <laughs> But um, but I don't think I don't that doesn't sound I don't, from what she sounds sound wild it sounded, to me. It doesn't sound like she was say I feel like she was generally speaking the truth. Like you know, it's just it's right. a, it's a difficult thing to have sexual conversations with your partner because we all take for granted that our partners are going to know what we need. But the truth is, we do need to have real intentional conversations yes. about what we need want and desire you can't just assume that you know you know no 
No, and I not think at that all. I think that that's fair. But again, I, I don't know. And the way that the internet got mad with Jada, I feel like I'm going to have to go and watch the interview and figure it out for myself. Listen, as aggravating as she is, the internet also got mad at Amanda Seals for playing a role that she got paid to play. So I can't take a whole lot of what they say um, seriously because <laughs> because they clearly don't have no good sense about themselves. Yeah. 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 Oh. So I don't what know. I'm going to have on? to I'm going to have to uh figure out what's what. Um Yeah. Andy Cohen mm. announced Andy Cohen announced that there's going to be a Real Housewives of Dubai. Do not want. I I I just Andy Cohen is going to do whatever he needs to do yeah. to make all the money that he can make. I'm still trying to see. Well, see, this is why this is why I be having a hard time finding trash, because I just don't be not people thinking that Tristan Thompson was pop smoke. What? I hate hmm. the internet. That is not a pop. Sm who is <laughs> Tiana Taylor's Halloween costume was super cute. Tiana Taylor. What else is going cute. on? I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, <laughs> you said you wanted to talk about uh, grandparents. What else? Oh yeah, we? what were we talking about? We were talking about our kind of quirky grandparents and the things that they do, like watch. The there Price was something is right. I was about to tell you, though. There was something I was about to tell you before we move before, and I said we will come back to it. I was about to tell you a story. Mm, I forgot. But Key and I were having a conversation before we were recording. We just ended up into a conversation about our grandparents. Yes. And so we were like, well, you know what? Or was that at the intro of no, the show? No, that was in the intro. That wasn't. <laughs> they were, that, that was not a part of the pre-show. They were all here for our grandparents. Banter. And you said, let's talk about grandparents. So I, thought I did. <laughs> and now I've lost my gumption. Oh, <laughs> what a mess this whole show is. <laughs> um, but yes. Let us. So there, yeah, there's, there's not a, a lot. Um, no, there's not a lot. Oh, I was going to say that I got a, somebody sent me a screenshot of a Reddit post about Married at First Sight that mm, I was going to discuss. Mm -hmm. So as you know, Jade and I meet on Wednesdays to discuss and do our recap of Married at First Sight. We're just about rounding out this season of couples yes. based in Houston, Texas. And we're mm -hmm. coming up on decision day. Um, oh which is sort of like the culmination of this, of this eight week experiment. And so yeah. one of the couples, the more volatile, crazy couples is, is Michaela and Zach. And yeah. uh, today I saw um, someone sent me actually our good friend, friend of the show fee. Dr. Commodore sent uh, a Reddit that she, that she came across Alicia. that was written by one of Michaela's former boyfriends. Mm. The title says, I dated Michaela before her dad passed away. And so um, one of the things that, so uh, one of the major issues in Zach and Michaela's relationship is that, you know, she's still grieving the loss. Her, her father died very tragically and suddenly. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> that has triggered some really serious abandonment issues that she 
you know, talks about, it's pretty vocal about on the show as it being a struggle for her as she's trying to figure this current relationship and out with uses. her husband, Zach, right? So mm-hmm. this is someone who dated Michaela before her father passed. Um, he said, I dated Michaela before her dad passed and she acted the same way that she acts on TV. I had to say, he said, I had to say something <laughs> after she tried to play victim to the expert and he said watching her behavior i'm enraged hearing her use abandonment as a crutch as much as she does was my last straw mm-hmm. i'd never heard of this show but when my friend told me that she was on it i now tune in every wednesday we dated about seven or eight years ago for several months it was a horrible experience <laughs> She had oh me, my god! She had me questioning reality all the time because she would switch her moods up at the drop of a dime. Labeling her as quote unquote explosive is an understatement. Honestly, everything I see her doing on TV, I've experienced firsthand, and my heart goes out to Zach. And this, for me, is just further confirming what we've already said as it relates to Michaela. She is she trying to a use, bag use of nuts. A, a, Yes. She is, and she be trying to use her her loss yes. to her advantage. Yes. And I'm not saying that she's not dealing with trauma or dealing with yes. you know hardship around that loss, but it's not fair mm-hmm. for you to use that uh, of with your poor behavior. Yes, to excuse your poor behavior because yes. you any like it just doesn't absolve you from your no. poor behavior. Yes. Now, does Zach have his own issues too? Absolutely. Yes, we're not saying that Zach is without flaw. But the but way Michaela that Michaela had of mixed yeah. words. She acts out, I mean, really acts out. It's violent and volatile in her in her actions and her behaviors. And then she always wants to come and put her blazer on and her terrible wig and come back to the yep. table like she is the victim in her brooch. Situation. Don't forget that brooch. Oh, she it's, was getting it's fancy that night. Very, honey. It's given like she got those glassy eyes like the lifetime movie <laughs> characters when <laughs> They be like, oh well, no, I have no idea. Well, what do you ever, whatever do you mean? Well, what do you mean? Well, what happened to him? Ma'am, you stole this baby. You you stole this baby, (laughs) and you gonna sit up in here like somebody done did something to you? Wait, speaking of which, okay, so I saw the creepiest fucking commercial on the internet. Uh oh. So it was a lady walking with a little girl, right? Mm -hmm. And she was like, "Come on, honey, come on." And the little girl, like, they're both looking scared. And every time they look in a direction, like, it's a person who looks intimidating in some way. And they, like, are trying to get away from all these people. And it's a commercial for kidnapping. Oh. And at the end of it, it's like, so the dude who would have been conceived, you know, or or misconstrued as a kidnapper because he had on the leather and had the mustache and all this shit or whatever. Or a t-shirt and, like, jeans. He just looked, you know, like, why would he be around kids? That he was the one who reported her to the police. And so at the end of the commercial, they're like, kidnappers are getting clever or they're coming what? in all forms. Okay. And yes, the shit was crazy. <laughs> I'm so serious. It's too much. It's too much. I was like, this is, I mean, they're not wrong. And it usually do be some, 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 some heifer out there who stole Kiki Palmer and, you know, <laughs> then lied to her whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand that that does happen. <laughs> But the commercial was a lie. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh my Jesus. You seen that movie where they stole Yes. Yes. She found yes. Out. <laughs> that's what I'm going to call this episode Stealing no. Kiki Palmer. Yeah, that's what I'm going to call it. 
<laughs> this episode is not about anything. We can call it whatever we want, and I'm calling it stealing Kiki Palmer. <laughs> on that note, we should probably move to the honesty box. Let's go into this honesty box. Y'all see that? You see what type of time we're oh, on today? Let's go. <laughs> if you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone, honey. No. The weight of debt can be crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan, all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in just minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com grown. That's upstart.com slash grown. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. That's upstart.com slash grown. Ana Luisa was founded to bring clarity to the jewelry industry. They design timeless quality pieces with a more beautiful story from beginning to end, starting with recycled materials whenever possible, transparent business practices always, and small batches that are kind to the earth. And do we need that, especially now? Mm-hmm. Anna Luisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, makes long-lasting everyday pieces crafted with care from the best noble metals. Their quality is so exceptional, they even offer a 365-day warranty. That is one full year, honey. Their pieces are not only chic and high quality, but they're priced fairly with jewelry starting at just $39 plus an additional 10% off with the code GROWN. And to eliminate excessive waste, new jewelry collections are released every Friday in limited batches. And 100% of the carbon emissions related to the project uh, product's life cycle are offset. So you all know how I love my earrings. You know how I love my, my necklaces, my bracelets. I got the cutest earrings from Anna Luisa. They're a Hannah Marble Blue is what they're called. Mm-hmm. And they're giving me like, they're giving me a nostalgic feeling of my of my Mexican grandmother. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're giving you very like abuela. And I also got these really cute uh, 14 karat gold earrings and they're on sterling silver. So they don't irritate my ears. They're called yeah. the low smalls and they have like a little bar that goes across, but they're still like a little hoop. They're just entirely too cute. And I love all the pieces that I get. I've got so much more, but I'm, I can't waste you all's time with that right this very second. <laughs> but I know that I want to get gifts from my family. I love the fact that they are kind to the earth. I love everything that they stand for as a company. Anna Luisa is a great brand making beautiful, sustainable jewelry. Treat yourself or get a gift for your loved ones at AnnaLuisa.com slash grown and use the code grown to get 10% off that's a-n-a-l-u-i-s-a dot com slash grown code grown honestly truly oh hello oh hello there it's time for the honesty box and i am ready for one of kia pseudonyms this week what's it gonna be um vanessa williams vanessa williams queen Mm -hmm. okay Vanessa Williams right? <laughs> I just want y'all to know that the the title of this email is, or the subject is, help, I just want to be a bad bitch. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Okay. It's a change of pace. Yes. So after she sends the love um, and requests a pseudonym, she says she needs a pseudonym because she is a hot mess and she knows it. She says she's going to keep her info minimal. But Vanessa Williams, this isn't minimal at all. But it's fine because this (laughs) this episode is, you know, stealing Kiki Palmer. So (laughs) she says... Nine years ago, okay, listen closely. Okay. Nine years ago, I met my husband. I had my own cupcake trailer, and I hired him to do some work for me. We fell in love, and I got pregnant. In the midst of this life-changing event, our plan was that I would sell my business, and we would move back to our hometown where he could get a nine-to-five, and I could stay home with the baby. I have a high school diploma, no college, and he had some college but no degree. He did a lot of experience work. And I gave up my giving up my business was a big thing for me because it was my big plan when I got out of prison. My baby. Oh. Huh? Okay. <laughs> my grandma. <laughs> Maybe I spoke too soon to you. Yes. My grandma raised me and I sort of freaked out about motherhood and I knew I couldn't focus on both. Then nine years went by. We had another boy and my husband figured out some career issues and his company hired him three years ago. But with all kinds of fine print because he doesn't have a degree. This hasn't allowed him to advance much. Finally, we settled into a plan of him finishing his degree that he was three-fourths of the way through with so we can have leverage. So, he's been in school and I've been holding it down. It's been fine and we've been handling things. Well, poof. Surprise, baby. I had my third son right when the country shut down for the panty. All right. Well, y'all. You know what? Not yet, Vanessa Williams. Um, uh, When the country shut down for the panty and it was a wild transition, especially because my second was about to start school and I was really on some me time stuff. Mm. Baby number three really threw things in a loop, but it was whatever. So we broke. So we broke, broke. We're barely on uh, my husband's little income, Medicaid, David Ramsey, the struggle bus. Like I said before, we've been holding it down, just trying to get this nigga through school. He graduates next year. Poof, I'm now pregnant again. Oh, my Lord. fourth boy. Like, what the fuck? I know, I know. He was going to get the vasectomy in spring. Please. But he decided. So she already knew. She already knew what I was going to say. She said he was going to get the vasectomy in the spring, but he decided to wait till after the vaccine. Then pow, I find out on July 3rd, weeks before his procedure. So find out in July, three weeks before his procedure, I'm pregnant. I've worked hard with rearranging the STEMI money, and I got him that damn vasectomy. I pray I'm safe. But I now have my fourth boy due next March, Chile. It's taken me some time to get where I am now mentally, which is in an accepting phase. Mentally, I'm optimistic, and I've battled my seasonal depression, hormonal cotel. I had a serious week of research and meditation to figure out what I was going to do for me career-wise and how I needed to motivate him because when he graduates, we need to be ready to move. So I feel like I've curved the future a little bit and I see hope in this wild ride. Now let's get to where I need y'all's advice. All right. I listened to this podcast because I'm, thank you. This So far, this is coherent, so I appreciate that. For the <laughs> most part, I'm still trying to figure out that prison situation. Wait. Maybe you were talking about being pregnant. I'm so um, I am too. Uh, <laughs> so let's see here. Okay, so... Where was I? I listen to this podcast because I'm so far from being grown, even though I'm 36 with four kids. Woo! My life is nowhere near together. I've been managing my home, living paycheck to paycheck, maintaining all these little things, scraping by. It's been working, but time has been flying, and now I got all these kids and no money. I made a few plans, 
but I have zero, and I do mean zero motivation. Nobody's energy, no spark, nothing. I always thought my kid would push me, but trust, I'm so tired. The amount of energy I've had to expel during this this panty is astronomical. I've managed everyone's mental and barely mine. My life is a hot mess. My kids need checkups. My car needs an inspection. The insurance is done on both of our cars. Neither my husband nor I's driver's licenses are even valid right now. I know, I know. I'm playing at this life thing, y'all. I'm not proud. But the money managing, organization game is draining. I don't have all this managing in me. I'm no type A. What can I do? How can I push myself? I'm so dog tired. I'm just trying to grasp all smiles and positive things from my atmosphere and truly ignore the dumpster fire I'm creating around me. I just want to be a bad bitch, but I'm a beat up bitch right now. Help with love and grace. Vanessa Williams. Oh, man. Woo. This is really so very much. Wow, and, um, Vanessa Williams. I very humbly offer my my perspective as someone who is not responsible for raising anything or anybody. Um, but I just feel like, given all that you have shared, I think it's fair for you to be tired um, and overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that comes to mind is that is is to encourage you to seek out some community, some yes. assistance, some yeah. person, some services for yourself because this is a lot to manage and managing it on your own. I don't know that it's feasible. And I recognize that, you know, cost is probably an issue, but I want to believe that there are social workers or case workers or um, some sort of public assistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, just someone to sort of help you maybe from a project management perspective, try to figure mm-hmm. out, <laughs> excuse me, how to go about, tying up some of these loose ends as you prepare for your fourth child to enter the world. Yeah. And it's understandable that you're like, you don't have the motivation to do anything right now. You are, you got uh, three kids and one on the way. My God, you know how you have the energy to brush your teeth on a daily basis is, you know, pretty impressive to me. Legit. Um, But um, sister, you've you got to get some of this stuff done because ultimately it's going to affect you all worse in the long run. And I know you know that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You can't be out here running down to the target because man, man needed some diapers and then whoop, you, you get pulled over yeah, because just, like, shit's not start, legit. We have to put some things in order because um, you don't want to it's if, if you make a list one thing at a time, if you can just one thing at a time, don't try to think of everything that's on that list that you need to do. You look at one thing at a time and you focus on that one thing. But I fully agree with Kia because that was my very first thought, sis, is you got to get, not you got to, excuse me. I hope you can find some community of some sort of, to, uh, to come and assist you in some way. Um, is there anybody who can 
help you with a to-do list? It's is there anybody much. who can yeah. watch the kids for an hour so you can maybe handle one thing? Like, you know, if both the driver's license are invalid, let's figure out the next steps that we need to do to validate them. Maybe they're suspended for the next year. Y'all niggas been driving dirty anyway. So now let's officially get things where they need to be to start getting, you know, like just one thing at a time. Just yeah, one thing things, at a time. If you don't start to put things in order um, and we're, you know, not to sort of harp or be, you know, Mm-mm. but, you know, you don't want to make things worse. So, yeah, it's about yeah. sort of setting some priorities around what needs to be handled right now. And I mean, I also mm-hmm. want to offer that, you know, you saying, you know, to use your your words that you want to be a bad bitch and you feel like a beat up bitch. I would like to offer that bad bitches often feel beat up. <laughs> oh yes, honey. Um, we, everybody feels beat up. And, at I, th- times. and I, I just saying that to say that like, you know, um, managing the different tasks and responsibilities <laughs> of being an adult is, is hard work for everybody. Mm-hmm. And there are some people who may make it look easy, but it's not easy mm-hmm. for any of us. No. Um, and no. especially when we have extenuating circumstances and other responsibilities on mm-hmm. that that are compounding. So you are compounding yep. your adult responsibilities with your responsibilities of being a partner and a parent and all of that. And it is very difficult and mm-hmm. heavy for mm-hmm. all of us. So I don't want you to think that people are just over here with their feet up. Um no. No. And don't don't let don't let what you see on social media or even what you may see other people doing in real life. Like you have to, you know, don't don't get don't you know, there are people who make it look easy and there are certain things that do sort of, you know, mitigate certain certain mm-hmm. things. Um, but <coughs> it's hard out here for all of us. And that's why I say I, I hope that you, you know, that's I hope that that would help to ease whatever anxiety or discomfort you may have about seeking out some assistance because everyone yeah. could benefit from support um in navigating this ghetto of being a a real live adult in the year of our lord 2021 you just gave me an idea <clears throat> i feel like you know the getting grown community has grown and some of you all really do write in with some very lovely um lovely suggestions and mm-hmm. things like that and it, not in an unsolicited advice type of way but like you have resources to different um you know just different resources and whatnot when we've read different honesty boxes and i think it would be good if we start a discord um so that there is a community a written community where people can seek out different resources. If people have resources for different areas, for things like that, um, you know, and obviously if you have to come up with an anonymous username or whatever, but we should start a discord community so that we can, you know, let people try to meet and get the things that they need. Cause I, I don't know where, where you are, Vanessa Williams, you didn't tell us exactly where you are, mm-hmm. but maybe there are people within that area of the getting grown community that may know of some different resources that might be of assistance to you. Right. I'm down. Let us um, hit us back. Let us know. Yeah. And I mean, I would encourage you to seek out, um, 
you know, there's people think a lot of times we think that social workers, that those kinds of things are only for certain situations. Um, mm-hmm. But oftentimes there are some public services and public, uh, you know, assistance, assistance that can be made available through different community resources, church resources. There are organizations that can um, provide you with some tools and, and resources to manage this challenging time. Mm -hmm. um and you know many of which you know will hopefully be of no at no cost to you um yeah but you know i just and i mean folks listen all the time i get all kinds of dms and tweets and responses and just like you know for the person who wrote in about this you know Mm -hmm. let folks know so i mean for all of you out there who might work in social work or, or provide counseling services and may know of you know, government sponsored programs <laughs> or private uh, entities that can provide the kinds of support that may be helpful to Vanessa Williams. Y'all let us know. And we'll like, you know, know, Jay said, we'll make that information available to her and to others. Cause we are all figuring this adulthood thing out together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, many of us don't know what we're doing. That's why I was trying to offer to her. Like, you know, I don't want you to feel like, you're being a raggedy adult because mm-hmm. all of us are raggedy to some degree. <laughs> oh, oh, very much Every so. Every last very one of us. So. Okay, both of my hands are raised. Okay. Period. And so. they, okay, and my feet, bitch. Okay. <laughs> so, and it has been varying degrees of raggedy. It I has mean, got da- down to the gutter times. sometimes. Absolutely. You know, I'm talking down to it. the butt of the bread. Like, listen, we just okay. doing the best we can. Okay. So don't be that when I was yourself. pregnant. Sometimes that's all I had to eat was the butt of the, the bread because we bread. too were broke. On. I mean, and this is real life. This is real life. Yeah. And life comes at you fast. And of course you make plans and you try to move with things as they come, but things get ahead of you and you look up and yep. find yourself in situations you never thought you were in. But kudos to you for reaching out and asking for Absolutely. help. I hope that this was something that will affirm you and let you know that this does not have to be the end for you. There are options and resources available to you. And you're going to get through mm-hmm. this, girl. You are. Because you got you four are. boys. Four boys. And, I, and you know that. Not to put any more pressure on you. But, you know, mm-hmm. I think, you know, you know that you're not, you know, as a parent, I trust that you're going to continue to do what you need to do for your children as you have been but it's about making setting yourself up so that you can be there for them in the ways that you you know you need to and i mean this is might be problematic advice but vanessa williams you've got four boys flip that shit become the new chris jenner okay (laughs) and make some money off those little niggas Don't pimp your children out. <laughs> Don't pimp your children out, please. I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Don't pimp your children. Um, I don't know if this is a good segue, but continue to send your honesty box questions to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Vanessa Williams, if you could let us know where you are, we'd love to see if there's any way that, you know, we find resources as well that may be able to assist you. If there's a follow-up email, um, maybe maybe we can dig a little deeper into this and and actually you know help out with this particular honesty yeah, box. And so the community's gonna you know let us know things and share information because you know that's what we always do. But we in this together, we got it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, with that being said, let's move on to this black woman self care, black person self care. Okay. I did. 
It is time for Black Person Self-Care. Um, and, you know, full disclosure, Kia and I both were having a hard time with this this week. <laughs> but um, I said, you know, I did do a little bit of something. I had, a, you know, the week has been nonstop. Um, I came back from L.A. and it just kept rolling. Like work just kept going through the weekend, went straight into it through the week, wasn't a time for a break. And then I finally got down to Friday where I still had more work to do, but it was going to be a couple of hours where, you know, I had to do my weekly house cleaning. And I made a firm decision to clean into a certain point of time and then stop. And I said, whatever does not get cleaned will not get cleaned and it will get cleaned tomorrow and I'm going to stop and I'm going to intentionally sit down and make sure that I give myself enough time to relax my body and sit down. So that's actually like, because I'm one of those people that when I get into my cleaning, I get fully enthralled in it. Uh, our homegirl Nikki made fun, makes fun of me actually pretty often because one day I was on the phone with her. I was about to go clean and I was like, all right, bitch, I got to go take a shower so I can go clean the house. And she was like, wait a minute. <laughs> She's like, who gets dressed and prepares to clean the house? Oh She's God. like, what is actually wrong with you? <laughs> so I have, because when I get into my cleaning roles, I just keep going. And then it's like, oh, well, if I just do a little bit of this and I do a little bit of this. And by the time you look up, bitch, you've been cleaning from, from 10 a.m. To, to 1 a.m. And so that's not healthy. So I made myself stop at a certain point, and Tristan and I sat down and watched a movie, uh, The Witches of Eastwick. Um, I know you have never seen that. Period. And, <laughs> and you know I have not. <laughs> Just carry on. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you fell apart. I mean, you knew the answer. But I did, but it was... It would, y'all should have seen Kia's dead ass <laughs> face. Period. <laughs> you know I have it. I can't continue forward. <coughs> <laughs> that did take me down quietly. Um. Yes, we watched the Witches of Eastwick and we chilled out. <laughs> it's not quiet, but that's okay. I know, cause I can't stop cackling. Like, it's okay, cackling is good for your spirit and your soul. Yeah. And it's and it's, and I just can't help it. It's what I do, and it just is what it is. I cackle, bitch. It's just who I am. But that was it. That was my black person self care. I was resting. I was resting mm. instead of running. Forrest Gump reference. What you got? <laughs> well, I talked a little bit about this in the pre-show. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, when I miss my family, when I miss my grandmother specifically, I cook like her. <laughs> Um, yes. And I respect, and you know, I think I'm just accepting, you know, we talked about it, but you know, like the, um, I feel like there's been a bit of a renaissance amongst black, amongst black people as it relates to cooking, right? Mm-hmm. All yeah. of our, all of our conventional, traditional dishes have evolved in a, in a sense, you know? In a sense, yeah. In a sense. And so... I recognize that and I value and appreciate that and I enjoy that. I'm a part of that as well. But when I really, really want to feel like home, mm-hmm. I strip down and go all the way back to the Laurie seasoning salt roots. Fair. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? Very fair. And so yeah. I I saw some um I saw something on sale down to the Wegmans this weekend and had a little hankering for a special kind of dish. And I called my grandmother and got a quick little tutorial on how to prepare said dish. And I fixed myself a very conventional Sunday dinner. Um, mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. And Jay and all and of the pre-show. delicious. Yes, Jay and all of the folks who watched the pre-show saw me finish <laughs> it up. <laughs> Good. Because we all sitting at the kitchen table. Mm. Um, but yes, you know, sometimes you just got to, like we talked about, you got to just get your Lemton's onion soup mix and get get down because to business. You know what we I'm saying? We don't sing the praises enough as a people about Lipton's beefy onion, onion. soup mix. Mm-hmm. It goes in many of our classic dishes. And you know, before anybody comes and fixes their bougie-ass lips to say anything to me anything. about it. Period. And I know the you girls, you know, it. we make macaroni and cheese with Gouda and we use Herbe de Provence these days. That's but fine. But I come yeah. from a time. I come from a time when it was just yeah. salt, pepper, onion powder, garlic powder. powder. Yep. You paprika, some Tony's, maybe. some yep. paprika. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's just, mm-hmm. you know, that's where, you know, these, this is, that's what feels like home to me. And when I'm away from my family, I'm often away from my family when I want to feel like I'm a part of that and have conventional Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I can just do that in my own kitchen and feel and make it Isn't feel right? like home in here. And let me so tell you, what, one thing I'm never going to gentrify is a pot of beans. Like, there's just certain things I'm not, and I don't no, need to listen. elevate. And I'm just saying certain things don't require, and I'm not against it. I don't want y'all to get on here and say that I'm hating and bashing and, and all of that. But listen, y'all do what y'all want to do. Okay. But it's still going to be paprika, garlic powder, onion powder over here. (laughs) And I'm going to eat my food and enjoy it. And y'all are going to be okay. But yeah, yeah, you know, these are the things, these are the things that make that, you know, may brought me a little comfort. Um, as we're living in this crazy world where people, you know, people trying to walk Wait, so in tell them, house. you got to tell them the whole menu for those that missed it. Well, I know that y'all don't eat pork no more, but I made me a full-on pork show. I don't shoulder. know who y'all is. I don't know y'all. In the crock pot. <laughs> I put it down in the crock pot. My grandma used to make mm. like a, a roast pork. It's like a black mm-hmm. people penny. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how the pen, mm-hmm. you know, uh, black folks, mm-hmm. you know, the black people make that too. You know, we just don't call it mm-hmm. that, but, uh, it's probably, it's just about that. So you season up your good pork shoulder. Talk to my grandma. She told me to make sure I get some with some good fat on it. And I yes, know that we are living in the age of lean meats, but you got to make you some, you're going to have you some pork. It got to have some fat. You got on to get you a fat cap. Get a got fat cap. Get you uh, a big booty pig. Okay. And that's it. That's just the bottom line. So I made a pork shoulder in a crock pot. I literally let it cook for like eight, nine hours. Mm. Just mm-hmm. dumb. It was tender and falling mm. all over the place. Made, mm-hmm. made me some very nice little gravy for this for this yes. roast pork dish. Made some yellow rice and some cabbage yes. with smoked turkey wings. And it was yes. nothing but good to made me. In the words of Noah, where's the cornbread? And I did have some. I did have <laughs> a little cornbread. Just made myself a very small skillet. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at making anything small. Well, that's why, of course, I cooked a whole meal. Like, you know, I don't know. You can't, it's hard to cook like we was raised to cook for just one person. Um, And so I'm probably going to be eating cabbage and yellow rice for days to come. And that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay with that. 
Um, but, but you know, um, that's what it is. And, you know, I said, I said to myself, um, that I'm going to just try to do better. You know, you get caught up busy working, doing all the things that we do. Mm -hmm. And I realized last week that I hadn't gone into my kitchen one time. Um, and so Mm. over the weekend I was like, you know, I'm going to cook F this. I just feel like cooking a sun. You know, you maybe want a Sunday dinner. You but tomorrow, to I told you, I'm making me some roasted. I'm making a very. I'm making some, some roasted chicken, some red skin mashed potatoes, some yes. broccoli, and some corn. Now let me ask that's you this: What I want to have? I love, I love, and I'm going to try to work this in. Make sure that I have me a good black folks niggery meal at least once a week. But another thing, I was talking to my friend Leonard. Shout out to Doctor Taylor. Shout out to Dr. Only, Taylor. Only the real, real blacks are going to know about this here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do you okay? So sometimes my grandma would make like she would get like stew beef, like beef stew chunks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. would make them in like brown gravy and just put them over some egg noodles, mm-hmm. like a beef and beef and noodles mm-hmm. type. Sometimes. Almost like a stroganoff, uh, but oh, not. like a not a stroganoff, mm-hmm. but uh huh, yeah, you know, uh-huh. kind of like if yeah, we I do know. a stroganoff. Mm-hmm. Now I did that a couple of weeks ago, and it was so mm. good. Now I did elevate that just a touch because instead of just your conventional beef stew sort of, I got us some ribeye because what do niggas love? Oh, because ribeye <laughs> and rib spinach. <laughs> And we all too I am so niggas, good. niggas is me. I got me some rib eye and I just mm-hmm. cut it up. I cut it up, let it get yes. room temp. I cut it up and seasoned mm-hmm. it. And I mm-hmm. made it in my skillet with my and made me some gravy. Put it over some egg noodles. You talk about a quick meal that was, I mean, so good. You know how Did I ever tell you about my daddy's quick meal? What? It's because he only cooked three meals. But my father would make this meal. Here I got took you. I tell you, I tell you, I don't eat ground beef, but I'm about to tell you about another ground beef dish. <laughs> um, it'd be ground beef, and he just like pan sears it up. You know what I'm saying? It with and with some onions and some garlic and some mushrooms and some bell pepper. Mm, and then he makes a little gravy, and then it just be like this ground beef and this gravy, and you eat it over white rice. Oh yes, my and grandmother was, used to make hamburgers and gravy, but she didn't. You see, it would be like oh, she, patties. she added the whole ones. Yeah, no, she no, would make he, like little he broke circular it up. patties. It wouldn't be like mm-hmm. chopped up, but it would be like. But hamburgers and gravy is something that we would absolutely have over some white rice. Isn't that very black? It's and like my, a and you are, know if you really want to take it to your next level of black, you get you a can of cream corn. Oh, he would get the can of green peas. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't a cream corn family, but Ooh, he you did know, get hard times. These meals, I'm talking about. Peas. You feed your whole family for twelve dollars. That's a. Let kind me of tell stuff. you something. My father would be like, "Oh, I'm making my hamburger stuff tonight." We'd be like, "Yeah, that's good." <laughs> Oh my grandma, I haven't made. Like that's one thing I've never made because I feel like she kind of wore us out on hamburgers and gravy. That was something that we would have like once a week. I know, I and know. I Same got to for a us. place where I was just like, you know what, I'm good. I have never prepared that. I haven't wanted it in a long time. But I, I don't think I have either. But about. I think I'm going to for nostalgic purposes. I, mean, I think not? I'm going to do. If some, I can make beef and noodles, not? you can make hamburgers and gravy. Why not? I'm gonna make me some hamburgers and gravy. We just break our our burger. So um, think, you know, as you niggas say, burger meat. <laughs> which which drives me crazy. Who says that? I've never heard that in my life. Oh my god! I have heard niggas. I have oh, heard niggas. That is exhausting. I don't remember the first time I was introduced introduced to a burger meat, but it stressed me out. I've never heard that, and I'm so grateful. What I will say is, you know how we talked about we was going to do on the Patreon. We was going to have some baby shower food. 
uh, yes we should just have a some some i don't know what to call it but these is just some some black folk staples black staples from back in the day <laughs> yeah i would call them american black staples american black staples like yeah. smothered pork chops and smothered chicken yeah. and those kinds of things let me tell you because the other meal that he would make when my mother would be out of town would be a fried pork chop white rice and that same can of green peas yeah. <laughs> yes. and that a was our pork meal chop. yes absolutely mm-hmm. we and nothing's make, worse than when grandma, it stays in the air and you go to school and be like who smells like pork, pork chops? chops it's the worst smelling oh, like worst. fried everything <laughs> going to school smelling like fried chicken and um <laughs> yes but we used to do uh we used to do um dang i lost my train of thought what was i gonna say was it it wasn't fried pork chops though it was another thing that my grandma used to make all the time and i used to Oh, smothered chicken, smothered. What well, we used oh. to call it, cute, like a uh, minute steak. Yeah, minute steak, minute steak. Yes. Minute steak. Yeah. <laughs> we used to have a minute steak, but also we used, you know, my grandma used to. We didn't call it smothered chicken. We was, and this was the kids. I think my cousins and I used to call it this. We used to call it sticky chicken. Like instead oh. of, because it would be like, instead of making like a chick, like my grandma would just bake the chicken and then add like mm-hmm. a can of cream of chicken soup. To the okay, pan. so my mother would do it, but she would do it with a can of cream of mushroom. <laughs> yes. And then we would have that either with an egg noodle or rice, but it would be sticky chicken and rice. Usually a rice, yes. yes. <laughs> oh. What yeah, fun. Look, I, this is What joy is this? We do need to make some smothered chicken so on the Patreon. Much, so much fun. We're going to have these black American staples. We Patreon. are. We have to. We're gonna do some smothered chicken. We're gonna do some minute steaks. We're minute gonna do steak. some. And you got to. You we're can't gonna do go some... to the Wegmans to get no minute steak. You got to go no. to the market. That's you got to go to the Sea Town. Yes. Or the up, <laughs> if you live in, if you live out of side of New York, you're gonna have to go to the supermarket that's by the Baptist Church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not gonna find no minute steaks down to the Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. They're because not gonna they have, have none of that. Pounded those steaks <laughs> properly, just so you know. <laughs> If you are in the right neighborhood, you won't be able to get this at Trader Joe's. Okay, we love black. No, you will Trader not. Joe's, no Whole Foods, bitch. Have none of these black American staples using mm-hmm. nothing you bought out of Trader Joe's. You're gonna have to go to mm-hmm. Shoprite or A and P. Yeah, Shoppers, uh, Western Beef. You know, Stop and Shop. To get you a giant. <laughs> yeah, you know, y'all. You got to wait. Well, let me go down. We all got to go to the Kroger. The Kroger. You know what I'm saying? Food you got to go. Piggy, yeah, <laughs> you gonna have to go down there, okay? Yeah, this is not yeah. for you to venture over to no. the mom's organic market. You're not gonna get no. nothing in there that you're gonna stay be able out to- of sprouts. <laughs> you're not gonna be able to participate That's not in our what life. this is about, okay? And we <laughs> no, respect that. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. We respect That's that. Fine. That's what y'all want to do. Y'all got to go down to the Carnaceria, <laughs> or you have to go to the Western Beef. The you got to go somewhere. Market. That's where where there are aisles dedicated to different countries. This is what I'm saying. Go to the international market, okay? Okay. That's what you need, all right? Then and we are going to cook these Black American staples together on Patreon. And it's going to be a good time. I think it would be fun to do them oh, as like good, live like vegetables too, like good like yes. you got to have these like good cabbages and beans and greens. Yes, and and some greens. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not doing no kale for Black American <laughs> staples. I like kale. Kia likes kale. It's not going not on the Black American Staples okay. series. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's not what this. No is about. Brussels sprouts. As much as we love as them, we're not going to have them. them. 
<laughs> we're not gonna have them. We're not going. That's not going to be a part of this particular journey. No, unfortunately. But yes. I am going to give you all a mean Brussels sprout recipe. Oh, yes. for the holidays. And I'm going to do anyway. a challenge. I'm going to challenge. I don't know if you're up to oh. this, sis, because I saw. Oh, I'm up. Somebody that I somebody one of my favorite uh, YouTube cooks chefs that I love to watch is Stovetop Kisses. Danny is really funny. She cracks me up. Okay. She's challenged us all, and she did it on her channel, but she's challenged us all to return to the one cheese macaroni. You know how we have all, you see? Mm. Look at you struggling. You see how we have <laughs> all, we've all sort of evolved into this four and five and six and seven bougie cheese macaroni cheeses. You know no, no, saying? no, I feel you. I feel we we can do this with back a sharp day, cheddar. Back in the day, it just used to be sharp <laughs> or mild cheddar. It was, okay. Or oh, we didn't do mild in my house. We did extra Sometimes sharp would, and sharp and you know, cheddar. If you was feeling froggy, we would allow an occasional mozzarella, an occasional handful. This is true. Yes. Just to give you a little. Just to give you yeah. a little pull action. Yeah. But not a lot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it used to be. I'm not. This is not the lane for all of the girls that want a Gouda and Fontina down we are going back to the basics Me, i, I the know girls. i know that's why i'm saying this to you <laughs> going back okay. to the basics of one cheese macaroni and cheese and i'll give you one in a possible one in a possible being you could do a, a mozzarella or even maybe no a i'm gonna take the challenge take the i'm gonna challenge. take the challenge we are one cheese macaroni and cheese still hitting Okay, and I, but I am now. I am still gonna do it with a bechamel sauce, and of I'm gonna bake it. Of course, you are because you're you. But I'm going to do it the <laughs> conventional way that my grandma taught with me with the shredded, with, with the shredded the cheddar, with the custard. Okay, so it's what oh, a, with the custard. Well, the custard okay. is not like you know, it's it's like it's not a bechamel, but it's yeah, you know. But you know, yeah, I know you got do, do, you got mix your little egg yeah, in with yeah, your yeah, milk, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. just pour it over the mac and cheese. But after you've already done your due diligence around yeah. the yeah. cheesy cheesiness, so it's not no block yes. hard cheddar you know that's not okay what you know what we are going to make a one cheese one mac and cheese, cheese macaroni bomb okay. all right all right we do it the challenge if you let us know if you're down to accept the challenge with us we're going to do it and just we just going to see how it goes we i think we should do this see. in the next like two weeks i'm down let's let's get it popping. okay we're going to get ready right. for your friends giving we're going to get ready for your thanksgiving friends yes and it, maybe I'll do gonna... one cheese mac and cheese for Thanksgiving. Ooh. Mm. I mean, maybe I'll just make us a really black Thanksgiving and just have like all the black staples. We're going to have cabbage. We're going to have greens. We're going to have. Now, have you heard Thanksgiving of the food? turkey so of the turkey shortage and how turkey? My grandfather said he priced the turkey the other day was like fifty nine dollars. <gasps> what for a, how many pounds it was a pretty big turkey but i did see on the news that they were saying that if you're looking to buy turkey for thanksgiving you should not wait because there's like a shortage <sighs> oh let me get on the <laughs> right there's a shortage now. there's you know you know covid and all these other sort of you know uh shipping and farming sort of challenges that we've had this year as a result oh, of covid no. is going to make thanksgiving a very expensive meal turkey so turkeys buying larger turkeys or getting things you want to get that now it's because the longer you wait the more expensive they're going to be and my mom told me that my grandfather priced the turkey down to the target and he said it was like 50 it was over 50 dollars don't tell me the Wegmans doesn't have any whole turkeys this is what I'm saying I feel like it's going to be a problem 
It's going to be oh, a problem. my. Oh, but there's a ham, honey. And guess who? As soon as I find a turkey, guess who's getting one? Because guess who has a deep <laughs> freezer? Yeah. No, so here's listen, a turkey words. breast. Wait a minute, sis. How much this is organic the turkey, turkey breast? It's $35. For just the breast. This is what I'm saying, just y'all. Just the big breast. This is what I'm saying. So I've already started to think about, like, you know, maybe I might have to do me. Like, last year I did me a beef rib for Thanksgiving. I might have to revisit. I might have to revisit get as on well. Into we may a, not be having. Get on into or maybe I might have to do the turkey breast. Yeah, get on into an oxtail oh. or something for Thanksgiving because what I won't be doing is spend $100 on the dried turkey that I'm only going to eat for one day. Wait, are you coming here? I'm thinking about it, but I haven't really yet made a decision. That's but fair. I talked to Fran. I need to talk to uh, Chris or Jean. But, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Because it's not just... Nigga, are we going to end up having whole roasted spatchcock chicken? This is what I'm saying. We're going to have some Cornish hens like Because <laughs> oh. the turkeys are not... They're not turkeying. They're not turkeying this year. The turkeys are not turkeying this year. And Let it's going to be Amazon. a thing. Let me get on Amazon. We gonna order turkey on Amazon. I'm I know from Whole Foods. Okay, you gonna my I mean get on Amazon Fresh and let the people know what's out there. But I just I'm about to after (sighs) I get mine. The turkeys are not (laughs) turkey. Oh yeah, I thought about because last I didn't even say this during the trash, but on um Insecure last night when Molly had on that somebody's on t shirt. What? Yes. I'm sorry. This. Oh my God. What the turkey? A hundred dollars? What? $155. $155. Shut your black mouth. Wise organics. I thought you, I was just being facetious. Turkey. Oh, no, ain't no turkey. Is, this is a kosher turkey. Ain't going to be no turkey. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They got a butter bowl. <laughs> How big is it though, Jay? <laughs> Don't get no anorexic turkey. No, it's 20. It's 16 pounds. How much is it? It's $22. Okay, order it. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting get it right it now. Down to the, get to the freezer right, <laughs> right now. Right now. Um. Right now. And I should go ahead and get my ham, too. Yeah. Because you niggas are not going to take... Although you all, you know, you know how you get with the ham. Hmm. <laughs> I don't... I eat the ham. <laughs> don't not be you. talking about me. <laughs> um, I know you love a honey-baked ham. You are of my community. Period. And I'm going to go to the honey-baked ham. Because I saw they made a mistake and put honey-baked ham on the Uber Eats. Okay. Wait, I so now this, you can order sandwiches? It's a, yes, it's the Honey Bay Ham on Uber Eats um, in, in my area. I saw that other day. I said, oh, I'm going to save this Ooh. for when I want me a good ham sandwich. Because my mother used to, after the holiday, she would make oh, it's so the good. best Honey baked Ham Listen, sandwich with grandma, a fat ass two pieces of potato bread that she would grandma, butter You know, my grandma pan. makes. My grandma makes <coughs> homemade yeast rolls, Jade. <gasps> Ooh, yes. I want her recipe. I'm going to get it because I've already talked to her this Christmas. I'm going to, I've already, because, you know, my grandma's getting older and, she, you know, her mobility is not good. So I said this year, if the Lord will allow me, I'm going to try to go down there and really try to just, her, I want her to yes. talk me through cooking a whole bunch of stuff because yes. I don't want to oh, lose yes. this. So I'm yes. going, I told, and I told you, me and my cousin mm-hmm. bought her that KitchenAid mixer. And she was, you know, oh. she was like, you know, I haven't really been able to use it. I said, girl, don't worry, because we're going to use the mixer, okay? <laughs> get it right out the garage. We're going to get it out the garage. We're going to be baking and all kinds of things when I come, okay? Sure don't you worry. Rolls. So, yeah, she make these yeast rolls, girl. And, you know, this mm. butters them, put them in the oven. Yeast rolls. Mm. I mean, two, three days worth of yeast mm. rolls. Like, you know, you got to Ooh. start your yeast rolls two, three days yeah. in advance. 
yeast oh, rolls, yes. she bakes them on Christmas morning. Mm. And mm. let me tell you something. Them mm. rolls, so you, you get some of that honey baked ham and put them on Ooh. them rolls right there. It make you some little sliders, nigga. <sighs> I mean, Ooh. shut up. It'd be like King's Hawaiian who? King's Hawaiian N- who? Nigga, before I knew what a slider was, nigga, I was making sliders with rolls. Period. Period. This is what, like, I was making. I was like, we making little sandwiches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Finger that's sandwiches. what we were doing. But Sometimes yes. they'd be a turkey. One of them would be a ham. You mix it. You put a little slice of mustard and a little mm-hmm. pickle on it. All of oh, that. Nigga. All of these things. Oh, All of these things. But yes. One year. I'm now, excited. this is very gentrified. One year, I made a... um after with Thanksgiving leftovers and I was getting bored, I made leftover egg rolls. I remember with that. With cranberry sauce dip. I remember that. I remember that. And they were actually pretty fun. I remember delicious. that. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. But I don't want a Sonny Anderson, y'all. Anyway, we have, <laughs> this is the longest self-care segment we've ever had in history. Burr, 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 burr. Okay. <laughs> let's Let's move on to these That's petty right. peeves. Yes, let's do it. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey. All right, we're going to very quickly get to these petty peeves. Mine is very short and straight to the point. We understand that right after Halloween, y'all blow the dust off Mariah Carey and get to the Christmas matters, okay? We understand that. We've accepted it, you know? Ah, We know that it's that time of the year, and we Mm -hmm. have accepted it. But I will say this. We know she's defrosting at all of that. Literally, literally getting her house in order, and that's fine. But we are not going to glaze over this thing that I'm getting ready to say. And mm. I know that that y'all, all the pumpkin spice folks, y'all just revved up your engines, engines as early as August 15th. And now you're just yeah. in the full swing of things. But y'all yeah. not finna pumpkin spice and apple cider meat to death. Okay? Mm. Y'all want a pumpkin mm. spice your Cheerios. Jay said that they made apple cider Oreos. Apple what is wrong cider with you donut Oreos. What is wrong with you all? Which apparently has pretty good reviews. <laughs> <laughs> what, apple cider? It's got to be like giving golden Oreo, right? It's giving golden Oreos, not chocolate Oreo. Okay. But even it's still. It's golden Oreo. Y'all, well, I mean, Let me tell you something. pumpkin yeah. everything. Y'all got pumpkin crayons and pantyhose. Yes. Pumpkin everything. <laughs> And I just, I just want to know what are y'all trying to prove out here with the pumpkin spice everything, pumpkin spice lip gloss, pumpkin spice hair color, everything <laughs> is a pumpkin. And y'all, you know, not I'm a right carry when it comes to fall, and I, I do come alive, but <laughs> I, do. I, I do, autumnal. I come it's the autumnal Ooh. season. I, I'm like, oh yes, it's autumnal time. Bring out your jackets, <laughs> your trenches, and your, your boots. blazers and your <laughs> stockings. But I agree with Kia. Do not pumpkin spice us. To, and I see what you all have done is ruined it. Because my sister called me today. She said, "Listen, I know it's overkill." She said, "But there are these cream-filled pumpkin biscuits." from Whole Foods that you got to get and bake. And I was like, what, nigga? And I went, and of course, my Whole Foods didn't have them. But I don't mind. I don't I don't mind a pumpkin bread. I don't mind a pumpkin muffin. You know what I'm saying? But pumpkin y'all, bacon. like he said, y'all have pumpkin spice. Y'all have pumpkin everything. spice. Nail polish, pumpkin yeah. spice, dishwasher yeah. detergent. Just scratch pumpkin and sniff. everything. Yeah. 
and it's 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 giving much. And I don't know what <laughs> y'all are trying to prove. Okay, I just don't get it. I blame the I blame the uh, Tommy Hilfiger's daughter. Did you ever watch that show on MTV with the girls where they used to wear the mini denim skirts and the Uggs, and they always ate at Chipotle? Was it like, what is it? The what what was it? What Rich the, kids, LC and no, oh no, hills? not that, not not that. No, this was like called like Rich Kids or something like that, and it was Tommy Hilfiger's daughter and some other no name rich white girl, oh, and they awful. used to be running around drinking pumpkin spice lattes and wearing denim skirts with UGG boots, and it would be like eighty five degrees, and all they ate was Chipotle, okay. and I bl- I just blame t- I don't I, there's no logic to it. I just That's blame not- Tommy Hilfiger's daughter because I feel like that was the turning point. <laughs> of pumpkin spice yeah yes. because you know what she was doing but yes i feel like that was the turning point so i blame tommy hilfiger's daughter i don't know her name she looks I, just like him you know they're real radish but um you know it's tommy hilfiger you know, it's, <laughs> it's a little beaver it's little beaver faces yes but that's it that is our smorgasbord episode of getting I grown mean, clearly y'all see <laughs> we just had to turn our brains off for an episode. We was we is tired. Was cleansing. Was cleansing. Remember when that lady wrote in years ago and told us that nobody wanted to hear we was tired? Yeah. She said, You guys are tired and we don't care. She's like, We don't care. We don't want to like, hear what? every week how tired you are. What? She yeah, really well, did write us an email and said, Stop did. saying you're tired. She did. Are you kidding? You get on that microphone and be peppy la pew, bitch. You better get excited. I won't she bring was it on. Dead energy. Serious. I was like, <laughs> oh, was. ma'am. It was, but, and so, you know, I've made it a I point. Mean, fascinating. The people love to just, I mean, complain about things that they're not paying for. <laughs> you're getting this for nothing.com. <laughs> it is free to you. And you finna tell me I got to come in here and do cartwheels. Years ago, she was like, I need you all to get on that microphone. I want want it to sound like you are at a football game. Okay? You may not say you are tired. Let me tell you what you got You can top me. Okay? Man, let me tell you what you can do. You can go ahead and click the three dots in your podcast app and say unsubscribe. That's what you can do. Because guess who's still going to be tired? Me. And I'm petty. So I'm going to keep saying it. I'm not oh petty. I, oof, I don't like saying that, actually. We, I am. But I just feel like it's okay for us to. I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm resisting this. This. Oh, yeah. Belief no, that we all have to, you know, operate in anything that is less Child. than authenticity. And so, and my tire don't negate your tire. It don't. And, it don't, and don't make you your tire. Yeah. And I also feel. I said this on Twitter. I was like, we're going to get back. We got to get back. Get away from like conflating honesty and truth telling with complaining. Mm-hmm. Just me mm-hmm. saying I'm tired doesn't make me any less grateful, or doesn't mean that I'm not going to show up and give it a hundred, a hundred percent. I can be honest and say that yeah. this is challenging, but I'm willing to do it, and I'm still giving you my best. And Kita knows I love to try to spit a positive, but I also don't don't be the bitch who'd be like, I'm tired. Well, you just need to remember that you are tired because you are grateful <laughs> and you need to be grateful. No, I am bitch, but I'm just tired right now. Time. <laughs> right. And I feel like honest, we can be honest. We can be honest. Mm-hmm. And you being tired doesn't make you any less grateful or any less no. willing to work or any less committed 
I think we we deserve. We going through a lot. We living mm-hmm. and operating and functioning in quote unquote normal life during a global pandemic when the whole world is mm-hmm. a dumpster fire of wicked craziness. <laughs> Please, because let me tell I, you, my week has been full of them. Full and, of them and crazy we're all people. doing the best we can. And I'm just like, girl, if we can't be honest about that here at the kitchen table, then. I mean, if we can't tell the truth down to the Bella Noche, then where the hell can we go? Where the, where the hell can we tell the truth? Good tell you grief. Some people don't like when you tell them the truth. They don't like that. But anyway, um, that is another episode of Getting Grown. Thank yes, you so is. much for tuning in. We're grateful for each and every one of you. Um, just remember in this day and age that uh, we are living in real life, life. And we want to continue to remember that. Um, when we're speaking to people mm-hmm. on a daily basis uh, on the internet and things like that, that we are living in an, an age of real life with real life consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, I know half of y'all don't know what I'm talking about, but it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> fine. These are Jade's Preguntas. So, <laughs> sis, tell them what else to remember <laughs> for the rest of their days. <laughs> Please remember that in this life, you know, you'll make things a little less burdensome on yourself if you moisturize your mind by concerning yourself mm. with the business that is yours. Mm. You also want to mm. moisturize your insides by drinking water as often as you possibly mm-hmm. can. Okay? Because hydration is always going to be key. Oh, and get you a really good under eye cream because yes. that's important. Extremely. And while you're moisturizing mm-hmm. your under eyes, you also want to moisturize the rest of your body uh, because your black will crack if it's dry, especially now that the time is changing. The seasons have changed. Yeah. We are standing squarely in the autumnal season. Oh, squarely. And ash is out here just still on the rampage. You've got Let to arm tell yourself. You Equip yourself all over against the, the ash and moisturize your skin. Yes. Because your black will crack if it's dry. Bye. <laughs>